Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me, your host, Martin. Um, I've got a good topic today because today's topic is going to be the benefits of being a pro Betfair trader. And I'm not talking about the financial benefits, although obviously some of the freedom that comes with that will be part of this. I'm not talking about, you know, like I say, basically the actual act of pro trading. What I'm going to be talking about here is more your life benefits, the way your life changes, the way your life will be beneficial to you. And I'm going to approach that at the angle of my experiences. Um, you know, I'm not going to say to you, yeah, you should you should do this, you should quit your job. Because I'm, as you know, actually, I'm a big advocate in people working as long as they can before they become a Betfair trader. You know, I worked for several months when I was basically being a pro trader, and I kind of fit work around that as much as I could. And uh, I did that to give myself maximum security to make sure that I was definitely making the right decision. I think that's a really important bit of advice that I will give people. You know, I'm not a financial advisor. I, I, I can never give you you know, advice on your particular situation. I'm only ever talking from my perspective. And that's important for me to say because I want you guys to be able to make your informed decisions yourselves. Now, the first thing I'll say on this is that I was thinking today, right? So it's about 9am when I'm recording this here. Uh, and it's quite a nice sunny day. And uh, my kids just gone off to school. My other little kid's been taken off by his mum, probably gone for a walk somewhere or something while I work. And it's funny how you can miss your kids that quickly. Like, like I'm kind of like, oh, I kind of wish Lucas was here and I was playing with him, we could have some fun. And I was then got to thinking, my God, I've never actually worked, you know, in an office or in a, in a job where I'm required to be somewhere. I've never had to do that when I've had kids you know I've always had this job as a kid as a kid when my children have been alive in this world and what kind of struck me about that was how hard it must be for you know mums and dads you know obviously nowadays but thinking about it from the dad perspective more than anything because obviously I am a dad and obviously, a lot of the time, it is the men who stay at work more because, you know, of the nature of the fact that it's the mum who gives birth, etc. Um, although, obviously, that's changing a lot in our society, but still, I'd say it's the majority. A lot of, I think there must be a lot of people out there who really, really don't see a lot of their kids. Um, you know, and that's that's not even, we're not even getting into the territory of, you're not, you know, you had a marriage that's separated or anything like that, where you would actually see them even less. We're not even getting into that territory. And I just felt sad at that moment because I thought, of all the time I've been able to spend with my family, and the fact that, you know, if I want to spend time with my family, I can, ultimately. Everything I do is my choice. It's my agency. You know, my work, my job, it's, it's all me. I, I do what I want to do. It's me. I decide. I have that freedom, that power. And I think that's a really, really powerful thing to have. It's a very fortunate thing to have. It's not, you know, I mean, we're seeing a little bit more of it as time goes on because people are starting to realise that 
you know, the life where you're slaving away for someone else's benefit and you're not seeing enough of your loved ones, you're not getting a chance to socialise, to have a good amount of free time, to stay healthy. You know, how many people in work, and I particularly think of my parents when, you know, especially my mum, where she would literally get driven to pretty much illness all the time because of how difficult, overworked, emotionally challenging her work is. Um, and you know there's a lot of jobs out there like that I mean one job that springs to mind my mum this isn't my mum's job but but being a nurse uh, I one of the ladies who drops off her kid at school is a nurse and I speak to her about the kind of hours they do and uh, it's actually insane it's actually insane um, you know how hard work a lot of people do and obviously it's not just that job there's I'd, I'd actually say most jobs um, we work in full time are a bit like that I think they're mentally and physically exhausting. And some jobs, obviously, if you're doing a manual labour job, I mean, that. I don't know how people do that kind of job day in, day out for their whole life. I mean, it just, it cannot be particularly, I mean, I guess at least you're getting out and doing something, but it cannot be particularly healthy for your body long term to put it through that much strain. And yet you're selling yourself, you're selling your health, you're selling your body because you need to make an income. If you're a pro bet fair trader, you don't have to do any of that, right? And I would know I would have missed out on a lot had I not been able to spend this time with my kids. And I know that it would not have been possible if I was working the jobs I used to work, especially in their really young years, you know, before they actually start school. Because sure, once they're at school, it's not so bad. But then again, if you're working, you know, like my wife works a normal kind of nine to five job, She's all right. She kind of gets home a little bit early, around half four. So, she, you know, it's only about an hour after they get back from school. But, you know, let's say you're working a normal nine to five. You're, often you're not going to be back till six. You know, by that point, your young kids are pretty much knackered already for bed. And the only time you're going to get with them in the week is kind of the arse end of it, where you get when they've just woken up in the morning and they might be a bit grouchy about that or hungry or whatever. And then you get the same thing at the end of the night. They're tired and they're, they might you know, they might be still be a bit grouchy. They might not want to go to bed. You don't get that kind of golden time in between. Obviously, you get it on weekends and days off. But, you know, we're talking about the vast majority of your time. You do not get a great opportunity there. And it just kind of struck me because I was thinking, that's actually sad. I mean, I bet there's a lot of people out there who when they're working wish they were spending more time with their kids and I, I just think that's so sad that you know a life that we're only ever going to live once and I think this is the thing right it's not like you get loads of cracks at this life you only ever get one life and the fact that people are you know missing out on things that they really want uh, it kind of makes me sad to think of that so I know how lucky and privileged I've been to be doing the work that I do I know how lucky and privileged I am to be able to spend time with my children and you know grow the relationship with them as much as I can, um, and so that that just really struck me today. But I heard I heard a comment a few weeks ago that uh, really kind of interested me in terms of the difference between a pro trader and someone who works a kind of a normal nine to five job or any kind of full time work, I guess. People who work for someone are selling their time. 
it's crazy. I mean, I hear stuff in certain jobs now where, you know, bosses are making people, you know, write in timesheets every few minutes. And, and, and at the end of the day, lots of people are spending an hour of their day, an absolute wasted hour, just recounting what they did that day because they're being monitored, Big Brother style. Um, it happens at, with Ross's job, and uh, I know it happens with a lot of other places of work. Um, and it, it's kind of crazy because you're so limited when you sell your time. I mean, if you think about it, you've only got so much time in the day. You've only got so much time when you're awake. You've only got so much time when you're physically well enough to work, right? Because you cannot tell me that people can work from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to bed. And no matter what job it is, even if it's not a particularly physically demanding job. And you certainly couldn't do it as anything physically demanding. You know, 16 straight hours of manual labour. That's the kind of thing you hear about. And that's the kind of thing you hear about abroad. And, you know, when people are building these stadiums and things and end up dying, right? So we know that this isn't particularly healthy a lot of the time. Um, and you're selling your time and you're so limited because there's only so much time you can give. So what happens in a situation that we're in at the moment, and this is this is why I'm talking about this really because it's so relevant. What happens in a situation where inflation suddenly shoots up, bills are going up, and suddenly you're sitting there going, well, I need a pay rise or I can't afford my bills because I cannot give more time. I'm already working to my limit. And, you know, why should I have to drive myself to an early grave just because inflation has gone crazy, just because some idiot somewhere else in the world has started a war and suddenly, you know, prices are going up or some virus started literally halfway around the world and the world shut up shop for two or three years and knowing that they were going to spacey spiral. And I talked about this when, when COVID started, that by shutting everything and doing this, the economy is just going to, you know, it's going to have a, a recession at some point, And we've seen that. And it's going to basically take a little bit of time to recover. All this government spending and, and borrowing, you know, to help people out. Um, it kind of makes me laugh when people sort of... I think a lot of people don't think that, that, that it has to be paid back in their minds. I don't know if governments really think about that stuff that much. Um, and again, you know, did everything need to be shut down? Did young people need to stop working and be trapped in their house? You know, in reality, did, did all these things? No, but there was a lot of media pressure. And once that starts to happen... You know, we've seen the way media and social media can affect the politicians in the world. And they remember the original plan was was herd immunity. Do you remember that? Does anyone remember that? The original plan was herd immunity, which is basically what we've done now, really. It's funny because it's taken a few years. But if you notice, no one really cares about COVID anymore. But then when you actually hear about it every now and then, people are still saying it's, you know, it's pretty rampant. But the thing is... Obviously, you know, there's always been those like flu type illnesses, obviously not to that extent. Um, and, you know, as we're coming out of kind of flu season now, as we get into like March, February, late February, March time, then basically, you know, we could see this coming. OK, so 
and it's funny because the people who were being protected mostly were people who were in those jobs where it was like, right, okay, we'll pay for you uh, or we'll subsidise your company for you to do less hours and, and X, Y and Z and we'll help you get through this. They're the ones that are now suffering. That's the irony. That's the great irony, right? The people who were being helped are now the ones who are suffering because of the help they got. And, you know, that's sad. And why does that happen? Because they're selling their time. You know, they're... I'm trying to think of a word for, like, what how I could explain that, that what selling your time is it's akin to. But it's almost like, you know, you are selling your time. You're giving away your time and going, buy my time at a price and you can have it. And that's so limiting because you've got a limited amount of time. Therefore, you cannot make an infinite amount of money. You cannot make lots and lots of money. You, you're Often you're going to be hamstrung and you will only get what someone is willing to give you. That's not freeing. That's not freeing at all. That's not a great situation to be in. And... That's the thing I think that people overlook too much because why is everyone having to get a raise? Because they can't, they can't work the more hours to cover the bills. It's impossible. Inflation has just gone up too much. And that's why we're seeing all these strikes now. And the strikes are saying, hey, come on, give us more money because people can't make more money otherwise. These people are trapped. They are trapped. They are controlled. Your bosses have a lot of power I mean uh, you know back when I was working I look back at it now and I think god you know it's actually quite unhealthy the kind of things that go on in workplaces with bosses and things like that and the relationship with people that they're in charge of you know you think about some of the control it's funny because we live in a society now we hear about like you know obviously how much people are manipulating people and sort of domestic abuse and stuff like that and I think god do you know what? The exact same thing happened non-stop pretty much in the workplace when you realise the way people were talking. Because if, if someone talked to you the way a boss talked to you in the street or if they did it in front of um, you know, a police officer, they'd probably get in trouble. <laughs> Nowadays, they would get in trouble. That's the truth of it. And I know a lot of that stuff goes on. And again, that's another kind of downside to... You know, selling your time, basically being a mercenary for hire, essentially. Um, you know, you're just kind of giving yourself away to the highest bidder. And to me, that doesn't sit right, you know, and it never sat right. And that's why I was so determined to, to find work where I could earn my own money, where I could make a living, where I could create wealth. And that's what Betfair Trading does. If you get good at Betfair trading, if you can make a profit from Betfair trading, you start to build a wealth for yourself where you can create money. You know, you can actually make your own living. And the freeing thing is, you don't have to abandon your old job for a long time. You don't even have to abandon work. You know, if you want to get salaried paid work to supplement, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm a big advocate of that. Because I believe that it's just so freeing to have the trading option, to know that you can make your own money, that even if you just reduce your hours, and I've, I've spoken to some people recently, because this is one thing I bang on about quite a lot, is the idea of not just going from full-time 
work to full-time trader, to actually have all the steps in between, reduce your hours. And if you're at a place where they won't reduce your hours, you know, try and find some work on less hours. It's out there. Now, your part-time work's actually, you know, not as difficult to find, I've found, um, as full-time work. You know, there's a lot of people out there who want to give away part-time work because they don't have to pay as much. You know, and they can they can basically, you know, say right, well, because not everyone's going to need someone to work full time for them. Um, you know, I mean, look at cleaners for example. Um, my wife's mum's a cleaner, and you know, she doesn't work full time. She does part time because, you know, even working, I think she works at ASDA. Even working at ASDA, what's she going to clean for? You know, eight hours a day. You should end up going around the store about 10 times, wiping the floors and things, right? That's the reality of it. So you can find part-time work out there. Um, I mean, one of the good jobs I always think is doing delivery work because there's a lot of call for that. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of places that are going to need part-time and things like that. But whatever it is, whatever you decide to do, I'm not trying to give you advice on what sort of job you should do. It will depend a lot on what your career is and what you're qualified for. But what I've found is that it's possible, right? I know that. I've, I've worked in employment before I, I became a professional trader. I've worked in employment. I actually found people work. I know how much work's out there. So when people tell me there's no work out there, what, what they're actually saying is there's no work out there that I want right now. Um, there's work out there all the time. Trust me on that one. Um, and I, one of the reasons actually as well that I stayed a lot longer than I planned to in, in my job was that my boss just didn't want me to go because we were getting people work all the time. If someone wanted to work, we, you know, we could get them work. So I think the thing to say is that think about the, the amount of strain it will reduce from your life if you could go part time. My wife works part-time. She works three days a week. And she has a really good balance and quality of life because of that. Now, if you're supplementing that money, and I wish she was with some trading income, then, you know, you're going to be well set, right? And that's the thing. And imagine if you're making a profit trading and you're still doing your job. Maybe you're happy in your job. You get a mind, I don't want to leave my job. I just like trading. It's a great hobby. Well, hey... We all need our hobbies, right? And trading started out as a hobby for all of us, probably, right? Pretty much all of us, surely. So, you know, and I, I understand about hobbies. I think hobbies are really important. And I think, um, I mean, imagine. So let's say you earn, you know, your full-time salary. Let's say you could earn 50% of that as a, as a part-time trader. You're now making 150% of the money that you were previously. Imagine what you could do. Just think what your wages right now half it and add that to your yearly wage so you've got one and a half years wage basically in one year and think how much extra money that is and what you could do with that extra money because I'm imagining there's a lot of things you're thinking you could do right now with that amount of cash and that's the thing it doesn't have to be um, yeah I'm giving it all up I mean in theory I could have worked my job and still still traded evenings still traded weekends um i think the last job i had when i worked 
part-time. I was only working four days, so I think I could have worked Friday. I could have traded Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, no problem. And I could have traded every every evening in the week if I wanted to, right? So I, you know, there wasn't there wasn't really a pressure. I didn't need to do that. The reason I left was that I don't like the. I knew I could do it as a pro trader, so I didn't need the work. I didn't really need the money. And also, the other thing was, I don't like being controlled. I don't like being told you have to be here at this time and do this at this time. I love being my own person. I'm, I'm a bit of a maverick. I'm a bit of an individual in a lot of ways. Um, and I don't take well to orders. I don't take well to being told what to do. Um, and that's the thing. Uh, I love that. That's what I love about trading. I can sit here and, and make you know hundreds of podcasts, which I've done, and I can give you salient advice. But it is just that, in my opinion. What's happened? It's it's my advice. It's not an order. You can do what the hell you want, you know. And I'm always interested seeing what people do, how people trade. There's more than one way to skin a cat, that's for sure. And I love the fact that. You know, I can tell when people are becoming, you know, close to pro or they're becoming semi-pro. I can tell the difference it's making in their life, not just because they tell me it is, but also just the language they use. You know how someone just sounds suddenly a lot more positive about everything. And you're thinking, wow, I can tell that this is... And it made a big difference in my life. I'm a much, much better person now. I'm a much easier person to be around. Roz said when I came home from work back in the old days, it used to be like treading on eggshells because I was just so het up and like angry and anxious about the day I'd just had at work. That doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore. I'm a much, much easier person to get on with. I'm a much, much happier person. And that's the thing, right? The thing is, all these benefits I've talked about today they're not just my benefits. And like I say, I can't tell you what to do and I can't tell you, you know, what you should do. But I'm talking about this is what other people have come up with with me. Other people will tell me the exact same things. And then I go, wow, there must be something to this. Because if everyone's feeling this way, then there must be something to this. And if you are one of those people who has to sell your time, just know how limited you are and that... There's nothing wrong with doing that, but you should sure as hell be working on an alternative to either go alongside it or to ultimately change to it. And Betfair trading is, is one of the best alternatives you can work towards because the sport's plentiful. When you find winning strategies, you're creating your own income, you're creating your own wealth. And if you notice something that I've noticed, the good traders stay good. Once you get good at trading, you don't suddenly get bad at it. The pro traders make money every year. And there's a reason for that, right? There's a reason for that. Because once you acquire this skill, it's a skill for life. And that's that's the thing I'll say here. You know, it will be a journey to acquire the skill. And I think the journey is such a brilliant one. Um, but once you get that skill, it's a skill for life. You know, so don't be afraid to invest in yourself. And the other thing is, if you are working, which I, I imagine most of you are, if you're not already pro traders or semi-pro traders, then investing a little bit of your money each month 
in something that could actually give you wealth, serious wealth moving forward is well worth doing. So get over to betfairtradingcommunity.com if you're not already a member and check it out. Because I feel like, you know, I mean, think about, just think about it in relation to your pay packet, right? I know the average wage a month and I know that the current football membership is about 1% of your um, pay a month. You know, so it always makes me laugh when uh, when people people say, especially people who haven't been a member, oh, I can't afford, you know, whatever it is, a few quid. And it's like, well, but can you not afford to invest in yourself? Is that what you don't want to spend your money on? So you're happy to go down to the pub and have a few pints every week, a few days a week. You're happy to go and buy all that extra shit, well, SH, I'm not going to swear on these, at the supermarket you don't really need, that's not really part of your main diet but you won't spend a few quid investing in your future, investing in yourself. Investing to give yourself financial freedom. And I think that's a big key here because that phrase isn't random. It's not just a nice buzzword. When you have that kind of capability to work for yourself and to create wealth, to create an income, you are giving yourself financial freedom. It's freedom, okay? And I know that if you're in a job, most of you will not feel free about that job. If you're working salary income, selling your time, how free do you feel? Especially working in that environment. I don't know, man. I hated it. Anyway, guys, hopefully this has helped you kind of understand the benefits of being a pro trader and the the way it can really improve your lifestyle. You know, the freedom you get to be able to spend time with your family, friends partners whatever it may be that you like doing in your spare time hope you have a great week guys and most importantly hope you make some money trading on betfair